Oh, good evening, everybody. It is 5.30. Welcome to the Calaveras Council of Government meeting or agenda for June 7th, 2023. Can we call a Pledge of Allegiance, please? Let's do it. Pledge of Allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Um, do I have to do a roll call this moment or do I do the motion first? Um, student number one, the motion to approve member request to participate remotely due to emergency or circumstances pursuant to government code section two five or five, four, nine, five, three. So if I may just interject for a moment, this item is a placeholder on the agenda should we need to approve any remote requests for emergency circumstances. And if everyone is present, I apologize, we can't see the boardroom on Zoom. Um, and member Kohlendorf is participating um, via traditional Brown Act we've identified for remote location on the agenda. Okay, so it's not pursuant to this then? That is correct. Okay, all right. Well, then we don't have to do anything with the placeholder. And do I have to do a roll call, Aaron? For I, think, I think we'll do the roll call vote because Amanda is participating via Zoom, Zoom. But we can go ahead and move on to the consent okay. items. Um, item, next item would be consent agenda. Is there any staff or council that has any questions on consent agenda or would like to pull anything? I need to pull number two. Okay. Any members of the public want to pull anything off consent agenda? So I would now look for a motion to approve three through nine. Second. Second. Can we do a roll call vote, Aaron? Of course. So consent agenda items, items three through nine. Amanda Follender. Aye. Gary Tofanelli. Aye. Alvin Brolio. Aye. Caroline Sherrado. Aye. Justin Catalano. Aye. Tim Unities. Aye. Pat Bettinger. Aye. Okay, we will now move to item number two in consent agenda. I assume you pulled it because you were not there. So I assume you'll abstain. So I would look for a motion to approve uh, consent agenda item number two. Second. First and the second, and can we do a roll call again, please? Yep. Consent agenda item number two, Amanda Fallendorf? Aye. Gary Tofanelli? Aye. Alvin Brolio? Aye. Caroline Sherrado? Abstain. Justin Catalano? Aye. Tim Unities? Aye. Pat Bettinger? Aye. Okay, next we'll move on to regular agenda, item number 10, public comment. Five minutes per person. Comments shall be limited to items that are within the subject matter jurisdiction of the council and not on the posted agenda. Government code section two or five four nine five four dot three. Anybody online? No. And I will close public comment and move on to item number eleven, county and city reports. And we will go with county first, it looks like eleven A. Good afternoon. 
The county is currently working on various projects, including the uh, capital improvement program that's presented here with the Council of Governments. Um, I have, uh, Kelly will speak on a, on a project and uh, Dewberry is a, an extension of the county to manage the Wagon Trail project. Amber is representing Dewberry and she'll be providing the report for Wagon Trail. For our routine maintenance um, item on the uh, CIP, our staff has submitted the documentation to the state for the funding. So once that is resolved, the funding amounts will be reflected uh, appropriately there. We are currently working with COG staff to properly close the um, state, the San Andreas State Route 49 Gateway and Corridor PSR in the State Route 49 Mountain Ranch Road Intersection Road Reimprovement and Government Center Bike Week projects. Those have, as far as the, the scope of work for those projects, they have been completed. We'll be working with COG to uh, close those out appropriately. The Valley Spring School Safety Improvement Project is under design. Um, that is uh, scheduled to be under construction in the coming fiscal year. So that's when you'll start seeing the expenditure of the construction money there. So I'll, I'll, turn this, I'll turn this over now to Kelly to speak about the, the other projects. Good evening, everybody. Um, I'm gonna talk a little bit about the roadway sign re retro, re re retro reflectivity, I dare you all to say it, um, upgrade. Um, so this is a great project. We have funding through the Highway Safety Improvement Program and the COG has been gracious enough to um, give us the local match for that project. We are opening bids tomorrow for both the construction and the construction management. So we're hoping to get some good bids and we'll start drawing down these funds as soon as construction starts. Any questions? Okay, thank you. Got my glasses, so this is kind of a just, just in case I need to read my notes. <laughs> yeah. Good evening, Amber Collins with Dewberry Engineers, here to give you the monthly wagon trail update. Matt Santel sends his apologies. He's the project manager for wagon trail for the county uh, out of the country, so um, he couldn't make it, but I live pretty close, so this was not too bad. Um, as you're very well aware, phase one, the Western segment is uh, progressing with construction. I'm sure you all have drove on the completed portion of that segment. Um, so the Western phase is between Bonanza Mine and Appaloosa Way. Um, there have been a number of discoveries, um, environmental discoveries during construction um, that have caused uh, a number of delays as well as um, they've been expensive to work around and to mitigate and these are these expenses has caused um, cost increases well above a typical contingency on a project like this. And so these are you know, uncontrollable um, and unavoidable unique circumstances that um, we've discovered during construction. So I'm sure you know, you've been aware of this and have discussed this. I know the county board has discussed this um, in detail with our project team and the county. And so the county, the COG, and Caltrans District 10 have been working really closely together to fill this gap, funding gap. Um, Caltrans District 10 has been working really closely with uh, Caltrans headquarters to get their support um, and uh, approval to 
um, go seek additional shop funding from the CTC. And so we're anticipating an item going to the CTC in uh, October. We were hoping August, but that is at this point um, humanly impossible given the number of things that need to be done to get to that point. Um, so there will be an uh, item on October CTC to seek these additional funding to hopefully fill the, the gap or at least get close to filling that gap. Um, so phase one construction now is anticipated to be complete, completed in the fall of 24. Um, we are progressing with design for the eastern segment. So as you're aware, the COG funded um, the uh, design for the eastern segment, which is basically from um, where Caltrans uh, shop project to replace the Cherokee Creek Bridge, um, which we termed the middle segment, all the way almost to, I mean, there's not really a defined line there, Old Stockton Road, I think is what we say. Um, and so that project is progressing. Um, the county uh, contracted with Dewberry Engineers to do the uh, environmental um, and design for that segment. And so the team right now is preparing and reaching out to the affected property owners to meet with them, as well as begin environmental surveying and engineering uh, technical studies. So um, the goal is to uh, be ready for right away funding for the Eastern segment next year in 24. And your executive director has already been very aggressive in uh, strategizing for that to get that Eastern segment shovel ready. Um, and we've worked with your staff on submitting an SB1 a trade quarter enhancement program, uh, TSEP grant this last year. And actually tomorrow, we're supposed to hear back from CTC staff on their recommendations for uh, project selection. So everybody think of thoughts tonight, do good deeds, whatever you can <laughs> to send, you know, hope for uh, good results tomorrow. And I'm sure um, your director will update you on that. And with that, I think that's my update. Okay. Happy to answer questions. Thank you, Amber. Any questions? I think at this point, you know, there still needs to be approved by CTC staff. Um, it's been supported uh, and is being recommended by headquarters, which is kind of that first level of, of risk that we pass, right? So as we pass through D10 supporting it, headquarters supporting it, our level of risk of it being turned down goes down. Um, so, you know, I can't stand here in the district. 10 Director Agar can't stand here and give you a guarantee um, that the CTC will approve it, but that's the track that we're on. And you know, your director works extremely closely, um, has good relationships with CTC staff, and so um, you know, we're feeling extremely positive about the progress in the relationships and the support. I mean, CTC and uh, Caltrans has supported this project, has uh, funded it with SB fund, one funds, shop funds, and so everybody, including. CTC, Caltrans, and the county want to see this project completed. You know, it's not good for taxpayers um, to end it. Uh, so I think um, we're on a positive track, is what I can tell you. <laughs> Any other questions? Any public comment? Okay. Thank you very much. Thank you. Good talking with you. Nice seeing you again. Okay, next we move on to item 11B, um, City of Angels quarterly report, and I see Rebecca online, the city administrator. Good evening. Yep. 
Hi, how are you? Uh, so uh, just a couple updates. So the Murphy's Grade Road uh, project is completely done. We're just going through the closeout process for that, um, but it's finished. Um, so the one project that we have ongoing right now has to do with the Angels Creek Trail. Um, so the good news is environmental finally got done and it's out for public review that went out on may 2nd so that is in circulation right now the cultural resources is being um sent over to the um the cso for a review um that was finally worked through on may 25th to get that um sent over to them and so um that's the cultural part of it those were the two pieces that we were waiting on in order to start um getting through the right-of-way uh, phase. So uh, we have some, you know, circulation of that. Um, so just time and getting that information out there and review. And um, then once that's completed, we'll know, you know, generally where we need to go in, in terms of the design elements of um, where it needs to be placed exactly instead of roughly. And then we can start working through a right of way. And then we've been working with Matt Satow. Um, he did come and do a presentation to our city council. Um, the last time city council had a presentation, most of the city council were different. So it was a good time to get everybody refreshed on the Angel Creek Trail, um, why it is where it is, um, kind of some history and background um, on the various design elements and location of the various phases. Um, just also some updates on cost um, and so uh, he's also going to be assisting us in identifying some additional grant funding uh, because certainly, um, you know, the CMAC is going to get us started, but it's not going to finish the project out. So we're going to continue to look for additional funding to augment that, whether that's ATP or, um, you know, I, I'm going to talk to USDA and we're going to try to find some um, alternative funding um, with Matt Sato's help on that. But it's going. Um, this is uh, the kind of, the, unfortunately, the long process of getting through environmental and cultural, um, which is kind of the heavy lift. And we're excited to um, get moving to the next phase and um, appreciate your patience while we get through that. Thank you, Rebecca. Is there any questions? Any public questions? All right. Thank you very much for the update. Yep. Okay. Moving on to item number 12, Caltrans report, verbal report, no supplemental materials included. And, is, and we do. Oh, hi. Yeah. We have a handout and there's Mark. Yep. There he is. Good evening, board members, um, chair, director. Um, appreciate the time. Just want to give a quick update from uh, Caltrans District 10. Um, and I'll start with um, one of our statewide um, campaigns, which is from our California Office of Traffic Safety. Um, this is our hashtag go safely movement. And it's a statewide campaign to address roadway crisis and create a safety culture. So this has recently been launched and we're trying to address the number of traffic fatalities on California roadways, which continues to rise. And so um, according to the latest projections from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, more than 4,400 people were killed in traffic crashes in California last year in 2022, or 12 people each day. 
of 2022. And so um, this proportionately, uh, disproportionately affects um, low-income communities and communities of color. And so we are trying to um, generate and launch this Go Safely movement to strengthen connections with communities, to provide access to resources and promote traffic safety across transportation systems. So we're putting this out on our social media accounts and um, we are also um, putting this on our statewide website as well, not just for the Office of Traffic Safety, but for Caltrans as well and for DMV and for California Highway Patrol as well. So you'll see that on our social media accounts and just want to let you know um, this is another effort to remind folks to be safe, um, be work zone aware, and um, be careful. Um, that's the main you know, message that we're trying to share. Um, so with, I also have another statewide um, <laughs> that we're doing, which is our Caltrans Transportation Equity Index. And this is a um, effort that is being launched through our director's office of equity, sustainability, and tribal affairs. And so um, we began this effort in 2020, and we did launch the beta version earlier this year. But right now, what we would like to do is offer public comment. And so on our website, our Caltrans website, and I'm happy to share the link as well, uh, we will be having an opportunity for public comments. And this is going to be until June 25th. So later on this month, uh, we'll be closing our comment period. Uh, we encourage everyone, if you're interested in participating and commenting on the draft transportation equity index, we're calling EQI 1.0, um, please feel free to do so. And again, I'm happy to share any additional information on that. Uh, we do have a workshop um, that we're planning. To, we have two workshops that we're going to plan to hold later this year um, once comments are received to go over the information that will be part of this equity tool. So I just want to share that with the board. Um, also, I just want to share um, our, our regional planning activities. Um, and we thank um, Madam Director for um, working with our, our Caltrans planning team on the overall work program. Um, and we do realize, um, oh, we did, uh, we were able to grant the extension uh, for the OWP. So um, just want to share that with the board as well. And we did receive the request for reimbursements as well, which has been processed for payment. A um, couple other things, um, local traffic advisories on State Route 4, there will be work going on tomorrow and Friday on Appaloosa Road. That's a traffic control. Uh, from Appaloosa Road to Stallion Way, that will be on the right side um, of the roadway. We're doing utility work. That will be in the daytime from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. And also we're doing traffic controls on State Route 4 from Apple Blossom, um, Dam Road to Calaveras, um, the, the county line uh, with Alpine County. And we're doing some striping, and that's going to be tomorrow as well in the daytime. So if you're going up uh, on Route 4 towards Alpine County, just be aware we will be doing some work there. And on Route 26, we will also be doing some traffic controls. Um, this actually is going to be a couple weeks long, um, so just be aware on Route 26 from Viaduct Lane to South Fork of McKelmy River. We're doing some bridge work there on the left side of the road. Um, that's going to also be in the daytime. 
Um, so that has just started and it's going to be going on all month, basically until the July 4th holiday. So I just want to make sure the board is aware of that. Please do um, check the Quick Map app. Um, just want to make sure everyone is aware of the Quick Map app. It is our real time traffic data inventory. So um, it has real time data. Um, Please be aware of that. it's on our website. It's also on Android and also the App Store. Um, just lastly, I want to bring back the board. This was um, Supervisor Tofanel. You did request some feedback on uh, Burson Road, Route 12, and I received feedback from our operations team that we will be, um, as, as a result of the operations investigation, we will be um, installing a four-way traffic control at Burson Road at Route 12, um, we are awaiting the signs. So once we get the signs, uh, we will have our maintenance team install them. Uh, we're hoping to get that done by the end of the summer. So just wanted to share that update. And that concludes my updates. I'm happy to share or happy to take any comments or questions. Thanks for the time. Thank you very much. Any? Oh. Hi, Marlon. Any guesstimate on Ebbets Pass opening? Oh. Um, Thank you for the question. Um, so I received an update on Sonora Pass, but not Ebbets Pass. I know Sonora, we're planning to open that this weekend, which is great news, but I, I did not receive any um, update on Ebbets Pass. But um, I will check back with our maintenance team. I'm hoping it won't be too long after Sonora Pass. So fingers crossed, but um, I will get some feedback from our maintenance team on that as well. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, Supervisor Toppinelli here. Thank you, Marlon, uh, for the input on Burson Road and Highway 12. Hopefully it makes somewhat of a difference there with the high rate of um, crashes that we have there. So thank you. Oh, yes, and, and Supervisor, I did. I, I remember your request for Wallace as well, and our traffic operations team is doing an investigation at that area. I did read that in the letter that was sent. We, we provided a letter here, so thank you very much. Right. You're, one, you're welcome. Mm -hmm. And tell Dennis I said thanks, too. You got it. <laughs> Any other questions? Public? Okay. Thank you very much, Marlon. Have a good evening. You too. Thanks. Okay, next we move on to item number 13, a minute order, order authorizing the executive director to execute an exchange agreement with Sacramento Area Council of Government, SACOG, in the amount of $429,540. Thank you, Vice Chair Brolio. Um, staff is requesting um, a CMAC exchange. The City of Angels camp has requested that their fiscal year 22-23, thank you, Aaron, um, CMAC apportionment totaling 400 and 15,000 on the Angels Creek Trail project be loaned out until the next fiscal year. This would align with their last fiscal year that was loaned out. It'll be coming back at the same time. Staff has reached out to Sacramento Area Council of Governments. Um, they would be able to utilize this funding and return it in the fiscal year that is needed. Um, as we've heard City Manager um, Callan mention, the Angels Creek project um, is currently 
um, reconciling those issues that they've had with their cultural report. Um, they are finishing up this environmental phase. They'll be going into design. So I think this funding coming back in that federal fiscal year of 2024 will align with the project. Um, the city manager is here. If you have any additional questions on the project, um, I'd like the council to authorize me. The letter is very similar to the letter that we did last year. It's a one-page agreement. The funding would come back in the next fiscal year. Um, and then I would bring back, if the council approves, I'll bring back the funding um, programming for CMAC that looks like this at the August meeting. Is there any questions? Any questions? Any public comment? Oh, and oh I, sorry, Pat, I didn't see it. Is there a downside to doing this? No, and we can't think we, of one. Yeah, we've done it multiple times, yeah. and you know we don't want to lose this fun funding. Um, yes, yeah. Okay. Did, did we not? Did, this just sounds so familiar. Didn't we do this like last, last year? Yes. yes. It, yeah. Right in June of twenty twenty. Yep. Yes. But we haven't done it for a long time before that. Yes. So this is the second tranche um, that we're doing. So um, it really is is a way for us to protect those funds so that they'll be available when we hit that construction phase. So we're just trying to get through the, the, the environmental, cultural right of way, and then this funding will align um, for kind of some beginning funding for that construction um, period start. Thank you, Rebecca. Thank you, Rebecca. Any other questions, comments? Amanda has her hand raised. Go, Amanda. Hey, um, I, I'm not against this. I'd rather um, make it useful for someone else so we can save the money. I just want to make sure that the city is aware that this has been on the books. The whole project has been on the books for quite some years and just ensuring that this isn't just going to be a delay because the way we're looking at it is then now essentially it's 10 years um, later that the project is getting completed when they started in 2017. So I started with the city in February of 2022 and I'm pretty much a drill sergeant. <laughs> on getting these projects um, kind of dusted off and getting them forward um, to identify, you know, what resources we need to push on them in order to get them to go forward. So, you know, I apologize for how long it's taken. Um, certainly COVID didn't help. Um, we've had staff turnover, um, but, you know, it's, it's one of my priorities to get these projects, all of them, whether it's, you know, in coordination with COG or other um, granting agencies, um, or just you know part of the city's capital plan to to get those going. Um, they were they were planned, and now we need to get moving on them. So I absolutely hear what you're saying, and we definitely are um, are going to make this a priority. Okay, thank you. Okay, any other comments at the moment? If not, I would look for a motion to authorize the executive director to make this happen with. Second. We have a roll call vote. Ms. Aaron, please. 
Agenda item number 13, roll call vote, Amanda Follendor? Aye. Gary Tofanelli? Aye. Alvin Brolio? Aye. Caroline Sherado? Aye. Justin Catalano? Aye. Tim Mutides? Aye. Pat Bettinger? Aye. Okay. Okay, item number 14, minute order approving 22-23 budget transfer. Ms. Radjo. Thank you, Vice Chair Brolio. Um, if you would like to look on page 14 of your agenda, oh, I'm sorry, page 83 of your agenda packet, staff is requesting the following budget transfers um, that are reflected in this worksheet. These transfers would not affect or increase the operations budget. As we're coming to the end of the fiscal year, these are the three overages, and I would like to correct those before we close out the fiscal year and do our audit. Um, th they total uh, $25,187. If you have any questions, I'd be happy to answer them. Any questions for Ms. Radjo? Any public questions, comments? Anybody online there? No. Okay. I would look for, do we need a motion? Yes. Approving fiscal year 23-24 budget transfer. So moved. Second. There's one and two. Can I get a roll call vote? Sure. Agenda item 14. Amanda Follender. Aye. Gary Topanelli. Aye. Alvin Brolio? Aye. Caroline Sherado? Aye. Justin Catalano? Aye. Tim Mutides? Aye. Pat Fetch? Aye. We will now move on to item number 15, a minute order approving fiscal year 23-24, final operations budget, notice of public hearing. Thank you, Vice Chair Brolio. This is our... That's wrong. He's open to public hearing. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Okay. I jumped the gun. <laughs> I will open the public hearing. Now you're up. Thank you, Vice Chair Rolio. Um, staff is requesting the council approve the final 2023-24 operations budget. Um, as presented, um, the graft and breakdown is on page 86. Um, the only change from the draft that was approved in March is an increase to liability insurance. We received notice from Sederma that our um, rate is going up and it's going up in the amount of $1,500. Um, so the total operations budget totals 587,849.13. If the council has any questions, I'd be happy to answer them. Any council questions at the moment? Amanda, you got anything online? Nope. Okay. So at this yes. moment, I would open public comment and public hearing. Anybody online, Aaron, again? No comments online. All right, then I will close the public hearing. Uh, this is first, do I have to, we have to do a minute? Did we have a? Nope, we need a, move, a motion, I'm sorry. Yeah, did yep. we have a motion? So do I have a motion to approve fiscal year 23-24 finals operation budget? I'll make the motion. I'll second. Okay, can I have a roll call vote, vote Aaron? Agenda item 15, Amanda Follender? Aye. Gary Topanelli? Aye. Alvin Berlio? Aye. 
Caroline Sharada. Aye. Justin Catalano. Aye. Tim Unity. Aye. Pat Bettinger. Aye. Uh, item number 16, resolution number FY23-30, approval of fiscal year 23-24, OWP, uh, OWPA, and planning program, monitoring Sorry, Susan. You got me. <laughs> Um, number 16, OWP, OWPA, and PPM expenditure plan. Thank you, Vice Chair Berlio. Um, so as Marlon mentioned, staff requested an extension. Um, the final OWP was due to Caltrans on May 30th um, with a letter of acknowledgement of their comments. Um, I asked for an extension till after, after our June meeting. Um, if you'd like to see that I did a handout which has the overall work program chart or in our packet it's on page 109 um, there were some minor changes it has increased from the draft um, approximately thirty thousand dollars there are two work elements that were added work element number two which is the triennial performance audit um, that will be for fiscal year 21 22 and 23 once we close um, and this is due to Caltrans by October 2024. The other work element that was added is work element number eight, the regional transportation plan update. Um, we will start this next year. We'll go out with an RFP. Um, this is due to Caltrans June of 2025. So this will be over a two year period. As you can see at the top, we usually don't reflect any carryover. I'm sure the council is aware we haven't closed our fiscal year, so we don't identify any carryover. Staff will come back to the council in October with our amendment number one. This will be after Caltrans certifies our closing urine package. Um, and if the council has any questions, I'd be happy to answer them. Council questions? Any member of the public? Anybody online have any questions? No comments online. Okay. I would look for a motion to approve resolution number FY23-30. So moved. I'll second. Could I get a roll call vote? Aaron. Agenda item 16, Amanda Follender. Aye. Gary Tofanelli. Aye. Alvin Brolio. Aye. Caroline Sherado? Aye. Justin Catalano? Aye. Tim Unities? Aye. Pat Bettinger? Aye. Moving on to item number 17, council reports. I'll start down at that far end with Tim if that works. I have nothing to report. Justin? Nothing to report. Yes, nothing to report. Mr. Tofanelli? Go. Mike. I have nothing to report. Sharada? <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you handle it. Okay. I'll hit Amanda the next online. I don't have anything to report. Thank you. Okay. Um, just for the city right now, we are neck deep in fiscal year and budget. So um, that's the fun stuff we have going on at the moment. 
And with that, we move on to item number 18, staff reports. Ms. Radjo. Um, as Amber mentioned, um, COG staff has been working with our partners at the county um, and public works, Dewberry and CTC staff. Um, we're hoping to schedule a meeting very soon to meet with CTC staff and iron out and make sure we're on the October agenda. Um, I've also held um, interviews for the administrative services position and anticipate having someone on board um, at the beginning of July. Is there a report on Kylie? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> Anything from the Miss Great Aaron Kelly over there? I have nothing to add to the report included in the packet. All right. So at this moment, then, we move to item number 19. You got to stay on top of me, Susan. <laughs> Call this meeting to order at 613 for Calaveras Transit Agency. Um, let's move on to consent agenda. Is there anybody who would like to pull anything from consent agenda? Uh, I'll need a uh, poll number two. Okay. Is there any public that would like to pull anything or staff? If not, I would look for a motion to pull items three through six. So moved. Second. Can I get a roll call, Aaron? Consent agenda items three through six. Amanda Fallendor. Aye. Gary Tofanelli. Aye. Alvin Brolio. Aye. Caroline Strato. Aye. Justin Catalano. Aye. Tim Muterdies. Aye. Pat Bettinger. Aye. Okay. Motion that passes. Um, now we could do uh, consent agenda item two, which I assume is the same as before. So Carolyn will abstain. Any questions from public or anybody on the council? If not, I look for a motion to approve consent agenda two. So moved. So second. Second. Aaron, you're up. Yep. Consent agenda item two, Amanda Fallendor. Aye. Gary Tofanelli. Aye. Alvin Brolio. Aye. Caroline Sherrado. Epstein. Justin Catalano. Aye. Tim Munities. Aye. Pat Bettinger. Aye. Okay. Moving on to regular agenda, item number seven, public comment, five minutes per person. Comments will be limited to items that are within the subject matter jurisdiction of the council and not posted on the agenda. Any public comment? Seeing none, hearing none, moving on to item number eight, minute order approving fiscal year 22-23 operations budget. Thank you, Vice Chair Brolio. Um, if you'd like to look on page 18 in your packet, 
This is the fiscal year 22-23 amendment two proposed. Um, staff is requesting these amendments based on um, a lot of changes in revenue. Um, when staff um, approved a budget um, last year, we are coming out of COVID, we had a free fair program that ended in January of 22. Um, we budgeted very conservatively. So ticket sales have doubled. So I wanted to bring this item forward. Um, we have received an increase in interest, um, ticket sales, um, and then transit revenue. I have decreased, I think I gave an update at the last meeting. I wanted the budget to reflect uh, capital expenditures that were happening in this fiscal year. So I have decreased uh, capital expenditures because we know we are not gonna receive the two buses. Those will be in the next fiscal year. So I've decreased that line item. Um, in expenditures, um, the dial-a-ride or on-demand service has been very popular. So there is an increase in that expenditure line item, 52.72. That is the biggest increase, 168. Um, there was another uh, amendment that I wanted to highlight, 5271. I've moved the decrease of 26,800. I moved the contract for our dispatch. Um, it's the on-demand dispatching service to the line item 5704, which is capital assets software. So if you see that increase, that's because I've moved it from that line item because it can be recognized as um, capital software. With all of these changes, this is a decrease of 310,000. I wanted to get this tightened up before we close the fiscal year. And again, we'll go into an audit. And since we were not gonna realize those capital expenditures, I, I didn't want those reflected in this budget. Does anyone have any questions? Any public questions, comments? If not, I would look for a motion to approve fiscal year 22-23 operations budget amendments. So moved. Second. <laughs> Roll call, Ms. Aaron, please. Agenda item eight, Amanda Follendorf. Aye. Gary Tofanelli. Aye. Alvin Brolio. Aye. Caroline Sherrado. Aye. Justin Catalano. Aye. Tim Munities. Aye. Pat Bender. Aye. <clears throat> okay, moving on to item number nine, minute order approving the extension of paratransit service contract for the operations and maintenance of Calaveras Transit Agency's public transportation system. Thank you, Vice Chair Brolio. Um, staff is requesting the board approve an amendment to the operations and maintenance contract with paratransit services. The current contract allows for three additional two-year option periods. Um, this would be the first two-year option period um, requested. Um, the fiscal year 23-24 contract totals 970,795, and that is our base rate. If we continue with this on-demand and we have additional um, charges by service miles, that would increase. Um, I think we are going to sit down with the transit operator 
and go over what are the most popular routes. You know, now that we've been back for over a year um, out of COVID and we're seeing this popularity in Dial-A-Ride, um, I wanna see if we can identify where the most popular routes are and maybe that can become a fixed route and therefore decrease um, this cost. Um, Approval is required by uh, the Department of Transportation. Um, we were required to do a cost analysis. Um, the cost analysis was comparing Hollister, Tuolumne County, Merced, Turlock, and Calaveras. Um, as you can see within the agenda packet, we were approved. Our services were well within um, the cost analysis. Any questions? Public comment? No. Okay. Oh, no. um, I would look for a motion to approve the extension for paratransit services. Second. Karen's up. Agenda item nine, Amanda Fallendorf. Aye. Gary Tofanelli. Aye. Alvin Brolio. Aye. Caroline Strato. Aye. Justin Catalano. Aye. Tim Unities. Aye. Pat Aye. Thank you. Item number 10, minute order approving amendment number two to the agreement professional services with Helen and Company advertising for the Calaveras Transit advertising sale program. Thank you, Vice Chair Brolio. Um, again, staff is requesting the board approve an amendment to this professional services contract. Um, this company is now called Helen and Company Advertising. Um, this is for our advertising program. Um, the Calaveras Transit um, advertising program began in August of 2018. Um, the first amendment was approved by the council um, in June of 2020. Um, I am requesting an additional amendment for another three years. Um, I have included a breakdown on page 26. This is the revenue received. This whole program is managed by Helen and company. Um, we don't have to waste any staff time. We don't have to coordinate the wraps to be put on the bus um, or deal with the advertising uh, companies. Um, it is very low maintenance. And as you can see over one, two, five years, um, the revenue received. This year I think will be our highest year. I think we might reach 40,000 in uh, revenue. And as you're aware, this revenue goes towards fare box recovery. So that's also a plus. Any questions? The reps? Any public comments? Oh, go ahead, Justin. Is, is the three-year uh, contract, is that just a customary thing, or is it something that? I just followed the last one. Um, a three-year was approved in 2020, so I thought I would just do the same and do another three-year. Any other council questions? Public comment? If not, I would look for a motion to approve the amendment number two to the agreement of professional services with Helen and company. Second. First and a second. Ms. Aaron? Agenda item 10, Amanda Follendor? Aye. Gary Tofanelli? Aye. Alvin Brolio? Aye. Caroline Sherrado? Aye. Justin Catalano? Aye. 
Tim Unities? Aye. Pat Bettinger? Aye. Moving on to regular item number 11, minute order approving fiscal year 23-24, financial operations bu budget, public hearing, and I will open public hearing and turn it over to you. <laughs> Thank you, Vice Chair Berlio. Um, as you can see on page 32 of the packet, um, we've identified what was approved in March um, for the draft. Uh, the proposed final, this is a decrease of 50,000. Um, what is different, um, shoot, I thought, is I decreased um, LC top, um, and then I've increased, well, I didn't increase PTMISCA, I'm sorry. Um, I increased uh, the state bond, which is the PTMI SCA. Sorry, I got PTMI SCA and LC LTF um, confused. So the $12,000 increase is PTMI SCA funding. That is what we're going to use for the two buses that we have ordered. Um, I hope at the end, Aaron, you can give us an update on where we are with those. Um, I know they've been ordered. I don't know if you remember, we had these two ordered for 18 months. We had to scrap that order, start all over, and now we're anticipating a six to eight months um, for delivery. We haven't received um, notice that they have started or received the chassis, so that's usually a, um, a um, hurdle that once you're over, you know that it's gonna go a little quicker. But I have included those two buses in this budget. I've also included the operations contract at the new um, amendment cost of 970. I decreased fuel cost is going down. I know we had um, anticipated it at 240, but as you saw in my budget amendment number two, it's tracking about 200,000. I may be coming back and lowering that again. We'll see how it tracks throughout the fiscal year. Does the council have any other questions? Gary, as I see you. I just have one question, and I, you and I talked about it. Um, we're currently not under having the regulations we had prior to COVID with bear box recovery. But I'm a little bit curious on where we are on that in case at some point the state decides to go back and require us and then if we don't need it, be penalized. So do you have any numbers on? Yep. So as we finish fiscal year 22-23, June 30th, we are not under the fair box recovery. But if we ended this budget with these numbers, we would be tracking about 8%. And 10% is the requirement. 10%, but they did lower it one time to 8% right before they did away with it. But yes. If it so, goes back, it will probably go back to 10%. Yeah, so I'm not sure what they are you know, discussing. I've heard it's in legislation. Um, I don't know if they're going to revise the fare box or do away with it altogether. But you did indicate that, that we were getting a rise since we did away with the free ride. Yes. That we still were going up, even though they're yep. at a cost right now. So if you take the overall um, year, I, I included probably a good number. Yeah, I included, like I went off of actuals. That's the increase in advertising, the double in ticket sales, and we were still at 8%. Yeah. All right. 
Thank you. I think Tim had one. Then Justin. Oh, okay, Justin, you're up then. Well, no, we anticipated because of that hike. So we budgeted really high. So we went in at 240, 250, um, just because of the cost of fuel. It started to come down. Um, and so I just wanted to adjust the budget accordingly. We do have our new electric van, um, and that is in service. So they have been training on the van and taking it out for runs um, to Copper and to um, Columbia. So I've heard that's going very well. Any other council questions before I open it? Okay. I will now open for public comment. Anything online, Ms. Aaron? No public comment online. Okay. Then I will close public hearing and look for a motion to approve fiscal year 23-24 financial operational budget. As a first and a second, Aaron. Agenda item 11, Amanda Fallendorf. Aye. Gary Tofanelli. Aye. Alvin Brolio. Aye. Caroline Sherrado. Aye. Justin Catalano. Aye. Tim Unities. Aye. And Pat Pettinger. Aye. <clears throat> Okay, item number 12, Transit Capital Improvement Program, CIP Quarterly Report. And Aaron, this is me. <laughs> this is you. So, uh, well, was kind of already gave an update on the buses. We don't have a chassis number. They are, like she said, ordered. And once we get that chassis, I want to say the standard is like 180-day turnaround, I think is what I was told. Um, <clears throat> so just a handful of months. So we're anxiously waiting that. Um, but I just don't have a chassis number yet, so... And then as for, I think the other project listed is bus stop improvements, which we've used for a multitude of projects. Uh, and there's just a little bit left in there. And I want to, I'm not actually quite sure. I think it's all interest that's left for that. Yep. And I don't have a s expenditure for that yet. So I think we spent some on the generator, if I'm correct. But yeah. any questions? Other ones? twice public comment online not online okay we move on then to item number 14 closed session and we report out after 